The church's model of evangelism, or the witnessing of the gospel to unbelievers, is Jesus and his disciples. To be Christ-like means not only to act as Christ's hands and feet on earth, but also to imitate him, especially in how he shared the good news of salvation and how he discipled his followers. Yes, discipleship and evangelism are natural byproducts of salvation, meaning that they should come to importance in the believer's life as an organic consequence of the presence of the Holy Ghost. However, like most disciplines, intentional evangelism and discipleship are practiced. To practice something means to get better at doing that thing. Discipleship comes almost immediately to the new believer when the Holy Ghost reveals and confronts us about our sinfulness and our need of a Savior. So too does evangelism. Almost immediately, because of the joy and hope that a new believer now experiences and lives in, naturally, unbelievers will take notice and ask questions. This is where practice becomes important. As ministers, it is necessary that organizational evangelism from the church be easy to understand, easy to follow, and easy to teach. Let's look at the text, The Master Plan of Evangelism. The book is sectioned into nine main divisions. A note before we begin. The chapters are short, between 7 and 12 pages, with additional lessons and discussion questions after the main body of the text. The following chapter summaries are also the eight steps in the particular method of evangelism. Selection. Only a select few should be chosen to oversee, train, and disciple. Association. Those training the disciples should remain with them not going to another group to disciple, but living life with these few. Consecration. Discipleship is a submission to authority, so biblical discipleship is submission to biblical authority. The goal of discipleship is the mastery of the self, which is made primarily evident in obedience to God. Obedience reveals identity through love. Impartation. The leaders give themselves to their disciples. Honesty and open conversation from leadership is a beautiful thing. It also may be, to some, the most transformative moments in the disciple's life. Demonstration. This is how we show the way, by being the model. We are the example to our disciples, just as Christ was the example to his. Now obviously you are not Christ, so your modeling of repentance, confession, forgiveness, obedience, and other desired disciplines does not demand perfection, although it does demand dedication and intentionality. Delegation. Next to impartation, this may be one of the more difficult steps. Trust your disciples by testing them with work. Assignment, tasks, and roles of responsibility. This is where faith meets experience, not only for the disciple, but also for the leader. This is where the disciple practices the disciplines and the leader reflects on their methods and content of their teaching and their leadership. Supervision. This is not meant to be a form of micromanagement. Objective assessment and edification are essential to making disciples. Corrections and constructive criticism are expected and unavoidable. Get used to confrontation and learn to handle it well. Reproduction. Your disciples should make disciples, who in turn make disciples, who make disciples, who make disciples. The final chapter is the epilogue. While this isn't a step in the plan, it is a good reminder about the healthiness of encouragement and honest assessment. After reading and studying this book, you should be able to do the following. Assess the method of evangelism through discipleship presented in the text. 
Plan and manage a model of discipleship that is easily administered by your church leadership. Learn and teach basic discipleship practices as illustrated by Jesus. This book was selected by the IPHC and NHM schools of ministry for the following reasons. It presents a system of effective discipleship based on a biblical model. The model described in the book is livable, practical, and repeatable, regardless of your congregation's size, government type, and or your cultural climate. In addition to the Master Plan of Evangelism workbook, you have an additional assignment. Write at least a one-page essay in Times New Roman, double-spaced, at 12-point font on the following topic. Which of the eight steps do you find personally difficult to practice, and which step do you find personally easy to practice? This has been course MCP 1.03 in the Local Church Minister's License Credentialing Series. Upon watching this course, please read the assigned text, complete the workbook, and type your essay. Please print the essay and place it in the back of your workbook. This is the final online course for the Local Church Minister's Certificate. Please make sure that all of your workbooks and additional assignments are completed and turned into the School of Ministry Department one month prior to the credentialing service. Blessings and study to show yourself approved.